upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Beside you, all around you, in the 
your girl Maisha Guy with the Empower Boss Network podcast. Boss standing for born, outstanding, spirit-filled, and significant. It is Tuesday, January the 26th, and we have an awesome show for you today. Stay tuned. Empowered Boss Network Podcast. Boss standing for born, outstanding, spirit-filled, and significant. If you are interested in having your product or service advertised on our podcast, please feel free to reach out to us on EmpowerBossNetwork.com by clicking message and inboxing us. Or feel free to email me at Maisha, that's M-A-I-S-H-A, at MaishaGuy.com. I look forward to hearing more about your product service and brand.
kind of sense this. Lay your hands on the people, just like on their shoulders, the one beside you. There's a move happening in this room. And I don't know what you need. That was one of Tanita Johnson's suggestions for you guys. This is a move featuring Brandon Lake and Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Yes, I felt that in my spirit. Spirit. You guys, let me tell you something. We are going to bring in a woman who is very powerful in the marketplace, you guys. So I hope that you continue to listen to the Empower Boss Network radio show. Stay tuned on how you can own your story. Today is January the 26th. It's Tuesday. It's still the first quarter. And we are going to tell you how powerful it is to own your story how to tell your story, but most importantly, how to do it in a way that is grammar (laughs) correct, punctuated, and uh, professional. All right, stay tuned. Welcome to the Empower Boss Network radio show. It is your girl, Maisha Guy, boss down here for Born Outstanding, Spirit-Filled, and Significant. And you guys, my audience, I love you so much. You guys know that I'm always bringing you valuable Bosses in the marketplace, those that are spirit-filled and significant, that I br- that I know will bless you, 
uh, and bring you so much value. And today we have Miss Tanita Johnson, authorpreneur is what she says, publisher and speaker and owner of So It Is Written LLC. Uh, authors world, worldwide write better thanks to editorial guru and authorpreneur Tanita C. Johnson, perfecting manuscripts for hundreds of best-selling authors. She's on a mission to end the prominent everyday abuse of the English language and rectify <laughs> punctuation pet peeves. As the founder and CEO of so it is written LLC. Tanita collaborates with industry professionals to take manuscripts to the marketplace, positioning authors for success in the liter literary world, well known by many as the human spell check noun nerd and grammar poli police. She proudly wears the badge of honor to correct and serve. Oh my goodness, dubbed the editor's editor and the book bully by many. She empower, empowers aspiring authors to write from the editor's point of view to save time and money in the self-publishing process. Let me tell you, I'm sorry I was laughing because this is so her. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? This is by far the best short bio that I have ever read in my life. And that is no joke because it describes you to a T. Welcome uh, to the show, Miss Tanita. Thank you so much, Maisha. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. It has been so long since I have talked to you and it since has. I have felt your energy. Yes, it's been years. It has, it has, but I tell you, I have missed you, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm still tripping out this bio. You got to give me a minute because good, <laughs> I got to go over. This says, "Well known by many as the human spell check noun nerd and grammar police." She proudly wears the badge of honor to correct and serve. When I tell you that is so true, we worked together on a project yes. with the lovely Miss Angelia uh, White, CEO yes. and publisher of Hope for Women magazine. And um, when I tell you, ma'am, is the red pen queen she will snatch <laughs> your language and your improper grandma honey by, yeah. the, by the edges you will come out with no edges <laughs> when you leave Miss Tanita but that is so valuable because me Tanita I tend to use my urban dialect so much right when I'm talking because sure. I play a lot right? right and people mistake that thinking that's really how I am, but I'm urban. So I like people to understand that I do have this dialect, but make no mistake about it. <laughs> I have uh, the proper the proper way to speak, but I am so off when it comes to grammar and punctuation. So I'm going to tell you how, ask me, I want to ask you, why is that so important? Like, can you tell me? Because I really need to get my edges snatched on this. <laughs> So, Maisha, um, I've always had a way with words. I've always been, I actually started in poetry. A lot of people don't know that about me. Um, started in poetry, then graduated to like my high school newspaper, went to the journalism school. And I thought I was going in to be a reporter for a newspaper. But lo and behold, the journalism school, they make you do the writing, but they also make you take a semester of editing, proofreading and things like that. And I was like, I think I like this part better than the actual writing. So let me just correct other people's mistakes. And mm. it just it just blossomed from there. So 20 plus years now, I've been editing, proofreading for God knows how many people, how many corporations. It's just mm. a passion, a labor of love. The errors literally jump out at me. Like I can be riding down <laughs> the street. I can be riding down the street and um, looking at a street sign. Like it's a typo on that street sign. If we're at a restaurant, my husband hates it because he's like, you're looking at the menu and you're looking at the typos. Just order what you want to eat. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's a gift. It That's is. It's a, it's a gift. gift. It's a gift and a curse. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't like to be corrected about their grammar and spelling. Mm. Um, for some people, they'll say it's not that big of a deal. Um, but even on social media, I tell people, you teach people how to treat you. And so mm. if you're posting um, misspell words with no punctuation and run on sentences and you're an entrepreneur and you want me to support your business. I'm like, mm, 
No, mm -hmm. they're, they're a little raggedy. No. Mm -mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so perception really is everything. It is. It is. It is. And so you have to think at it. We you have to think about it like this. We say, you know, you only get one chance to make a first impression. So mm. if if I'm just connecting with you on social media, what's the first thing people do? They go they go scroll your page and they go look at your That's page true. and your profile. And so if, if you've got a bunch of foolishness, but you're you're in my inbox asking me to do business with you, uh, no thanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, I talked about that with. Uh, uh, Dr. Malloy, I'm mm -hmm. getting some feedback on your computer. Are you? Because mm -hmm. I don't. You have earphones it. in? No, I don't. I don't. Do you have earphones? Um, I can get them. You might want to put them in that way the people can hear you way clearer. Wow. Hold on. I need them to get the full. Tanita. Right, I'm like, with the fullness. <laughs> with the fullness. Hopefully you can hear me once I plug these headphones in. Yeah, I see. If not, we'll make it work. Yeah. All right. We will make it work. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, is that better? That's a little better, because I don't hear my me coming back so that's great that's awesome okay so um yeah so let me ask you you know one thing and, and before we get into the interview uh, i'm not going to pick your brain because i know you have a business and you can be found online at so it is written.net yes but i really just want to pull on your energy some for the audience because i do believe that um, our atmosphere, our connections are very valuable and people that are authentic. Yes. Um, people that are authentic uh, needs their energy in the atmosphere right about now, and especially during this pandemic and for us small businesses. I was I did an interview a, a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to a Dr. Malloy and I was telling Dr. M Malloy that a lot of people sometimes get the wrong perception about people when they go search for social media, you know, with social media, it has crippled a lot of people's inability to connect with others. Yeah. You know, one thing that we had so many years ago, we were connected. You yes. know, I didn't go on social media to find out about you. I was able to connect with you and learn with you in the same with me, you were able to find out who I was, not by my social media, by us actually working together. Um, and I know you probably found out that I'm a lot different um, from my social media presence. But I want to talk about the topic today and owning your story. Tanita, recently, I don't know if I did this after you and I um, worked together, but uh, I just now started telling my story. Wow. Um, just started. And I have an article online called From the Projects to Purpose. I and for the it. first time in my life, I actually told my story um, about being in foster care, about having an underage mother, about my father being shot in the neck and paralyzed. Wow. I, I, I didn't realize that I was, I had some shame of my story Absolutely. until I started telling my story. So I brought you on today because I wanted your opinion and your professional um, advice on why it's important to own our, our true identities, not who we want people to see us as, yeah. but who we really are. How important is that in terms of what you tell your clients about their stories? So the biggest thing I would say, first of all, Maisha, thank you so much for sharing that with me, um, because it brings me back to the memory of a big part of my story. I, too, was born to an underage mother. My mother was 14 when she had me. Mm. Um, I have never met my biological father. I believe that my mother does not know who it is. Um, but she mm. was 14 when she had me. And I'm so glad that you called it from the projects to purpose because I literally remember growing up on the west side of Chicago with roaches 
and mm-hmm. dirt and I didn't have my own room and I had to sleep with my grandmother because there was only one bedroom mm-hmm. you know so um I think the importance of sharing your story is that people see where you are now and it can be intimidating you know mm-hmm. so they may see Myesha the boss network um CEO and the boss network um radio host but they don't know your story. So they see where you are today and mm-hmm. they may assume this chick has it all together. It's always been like this. And it's it's the imposter syndrome that says, I don't have it all together like she does. And I mm-hmm. have real issues and she looks like she doesn't have any issues. And, you know, she's got a business. She's got a podcast. She seems to be killing it on social media. And I tell people, the thing about social media is we get to choose what we share. We get to choose what we share. So yes, I use my social media to encourage and uplift. But if you follow me on social media, particularly Facebook, I literally share where I've come from to where I am today. I'm very transparent about the fact that I've overcome molestation. I've overcome Mm. addiction to pornography and masturbation. All of those Mm. things that we don't want to address. It's like those taboo subjects but I like to bring them to the forefront so that people don't say, well, she has it all together. She's killing it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have mm-hmm. any real issues. You know, I have bills like everybody else. I put my pants on just like everybody else. And so when we neglect to tell our story, we neglect to unlock others. So I tell people, it's your story, but it's really not about you. It's, mm. really, it's really not about you. We make it up, but we make it about us. But the things that we've been through, serve a purpose and more times than not that purpose is to help somebody else coming down the line absolutely absolutely and and so when you get a client you get a new client um and let's say it's a corporate client that person has made it up the the ladder and has really built the opportunity to employ others um how much of of what they write uh uh about their business should incorporate their story because as marketing and I think this is why we all was together on this team I find and and you correct me if I'm wrong I find that audience and consumers connect with people based on things that they relate to yes and um a lot of and especially now and it may not have been this this way 10 years ago, but especially now with the pandemic, with people dying, people experiencing hardships, people want to hear stories that they can relate to. Correct. How are you advising your clients or how would you advise clients to relate to their, the, the consumer? You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're not in their tax bracket. Absolutely. So I usually tell my clients, you want to share your story from a place of healing, not a place of hurting and bleeding. Mm. So you don't want to bleed on the pages. You don't want to come off as bitter. Um, but people need to know that you've been through something and how you've overcame it. Um, nobody goes to bed and they just wake up a wonder in their a million dollar business. You know what I'm saying? What people want to know the process what strongholds, what struggles did you have to overcome? What mountains did you have to climb to get to where you are today? So if that's a divorce, if that's, um, you know, um, we talk about like adoption, if you were adopted, if you don't know your biological parents, all of those things um, seemingly play a part in what you should be today. But for most people, they take those things and they flip it and make it a strength as opposed to making it a weakness. So people definitely need to know a part of your story, but it shouldn't come off as bitter or bleeding on the pages, if you will. That's that's valuable. That's valuable. And that's true. Yeah. And I know that I struggle. And, you know, now I'm going to put you in the seat of my thighs. <laughs> you know, I always do it. No, but no, no, honestly, um, what I have found for myself personally in uh is I am able to do a lot of things for other people. Mm-hmm. I can help anybody launch anything, but I find that I struggle when it comes to my own businesses and my own brands. And I think you're so right in the terms of needing to heal 
Um, and I, and that's what, and that's what I'm focusing on because I have, my businesses have been built in trauma. You know, I've had to take over a current business that I was just a board member of, but that business is forming out of trauma. And it's like, how do, um, individuals that have such influence not be you know, traumatize the audience. And I think that's valuable. I think that's real that you said that. You know what I'm saying? And I respect it coming from you. Absolutely. And my, I can respect the, it coming from you. So, Myesha, it's the concept of when you're on an airplane, you know, the stewardess, they tell you, should the air pressure change suddenly, the masks are going to come down. Put the mask on yourself first. <laughs> Do not put the mask on the child next to you or somebody else. We need you to breathe first. We need, you to, we need you to be able to go through this first mm. before you try and put the mask on somebody else. So we do the opposite. We want to help everybody else. We want mm-hmm. to speak to mm-hmm. everybody else. And our healing and our business and our launches all get pushed to the back burner. But if you just mm-hmm. follow the instructions of the stewardess, it's a reason they're telling you, put the mask on you first. That's valuable. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. That is so valuable. I tell people we have to do our own work. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are not willing to do the work to even get to the point where they can share the story without breaking down or busting out in tears, you know, or feeling the shame. You mentioned the shame. It's like, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? So people are already yeah. people are already saying and thinking whatever they're saying and thinking. The more you release, yes, they're going to talk. But there will be those people that will come to you and say, thank you for sharing your story, because I'm so right there in that place that I needed to hear that today. Yeah, and I think it's also too moving from a place of offense. I really am a big, big person on not living in offense. You know, um, I find that offense really keeps people um disconnected and it keeps them disconnected from people that have their blessing sure um and i've and i've had to excuse me i've had to deal with that in terms of my business people have been offended because and i'll tell you why and this is something that i'd like to touch on in the ownership of your story now that i've told my story now that people understand why I'm built the way that I am, you know, uh, coming from a foster home, my great great grandmother was shot in her head wow. when my grandmother was eight years old with her in her presence. We were bred in trauma. Mm-hmm. And so um, now that I have two kids, they grown now when we was working together, they were still kids. But I have my youngest in, in college. He just graduated class president. Wow. Um, honor roll and the social media director for the honor society of his, of his class. And I tell people all the time, you don't know what it took for me to have to have them type of children because I broke the mold. There's nobody in my family that has broke willing was willing enough to break the mold. When I was working with you, I wasn't working at a job. I was working at home and I was homeschooling. Okay. Okay. So that's when I talk about in ownership of our story, another woman that may have had to work and couldn't take off or wasn't willing to take off wouldn't have the same outcomes as I have with my children. And I find that the offense sometimes leaves people disconnected and saying, okay, well, how did you do that? How did you, how did you raise kids, you know, um, build your business and heal or attempt to heal instead is let me find something about her. I don't like, or let me find something about him. I don't like, and it keeps us disconnected from individuals that hold our blessing. My test or your test is the testimony somebody needs to move forward. Um, Tell me how you deal with ownership of a story. Like, okay, you don't have her same story, but you have a story. Own your story. Don't try to make your story like her story. 
how valuable is ownership and why do you feel like people avoid ownership and adapt to impostering? So I think a lot of people don't want to um, tell the story. They don't value it. Um, they count it as dung. Um, but we know that dung is used for fertilizer. <laughs> and so if mm -hmm. you are going to grow, if the people around you are going to grow, you know, people ask me all the time, oh my God, why are you so transparent? Because the more I share it, the more I heal. The more I can talk about it, the more freedom mm -hmm. I experience, the more I can stand boldly and say, yes, this happened to me, but look at where I am today. Um, I continue to break that mold, as you say, not just for me, but for my children, mm -hmm. for my children's children, you owe it to the next generations to let them know not only what you've overcome, but how you overcame it. And it's un it's mm -hmm. unfair um, to act like we have it all together and to sugarcoat things, not just for our children, but for other entrepreneurs and business owners and even women, just general bosses in the community who are looking and saying, this sister has it all together. I don't even mm -hmm. add up. And so I had to get to a place where I said, God, show me the soul of people. Don't show don't show me the mass version. Don't show me the type of person that they are trying to portray because we do the makeup, we do the lashes, we do the stilettos, mm -hmm. we suit it up, we boot it, you know, the microphone <laughs> bag, we perfect. It's all matching. Great. But mm -hmm. deep down inside, that woman that you think has it all together is probably broken. She's going home and she's crying. She's burying her head in a pillow. You have to be authentic and share. And I had to ask God to let my first response be love instead of judgment. So what will happen mm -hmm. is when a woman walks in a room and she's overly confident or we just we in our mind, we automatically start making assumptions. She's dish, she's mm -hmm. snooty, she thinks she all that. She why is that our first response? Why is our mm -hmm. first response not, hey sis, love those shoes. Hey beautiful, how are you? Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it, it took a while for me to get there because of the limitations that I had inside of me and the low self-esteem that I had inside of mm. me. And it's, it's a reflection of you, not the other person. When we say, well, you know, who does she think she is? And she thinks she has it all together. Mm -hmm. That's a reflection of the low self-esteem in you, not the other person. Mm -hmm. So I would say, mm -hmm. let your first response be to love and to offer hope and encouragement to whoever the woman is, the man, whatever. Let your first response be love, not judgment. Mm, that's powerful. Like I said, here on the Empowered Boss Network podcast, I bring people on whose energy and spirit really can go through the airwaves and really, really put that love in the atmosphere. And I, I struggle. I'm not even going to lie. I have been such a giving person and people have really taken advantage in all aspects of that. And so today I'm grateful to have you on the show just put, to put that love back in the atmosphere and remind me of why I do what I do. But let me talk about this because I'm going through your website. <laughs> uh -oh. And let me tell you something. You got this book, 100 Words of Encouragement. Yeah. And then you have When the Smoke Clears, yeah. A Phoenix Rises. Girl, <laughs> That gave me chills right there. And then I'm clicking on it because I'm going to buy yeah. it. I'm going to buy it for me and my daughter. But can you tell me what made you write a book, uh, especially since, since you know, you're more of a person that helps people write? What made you write this book of 100 Words of Encouragement? So 100 Words of Encouragement was actually birthed in a time when I was unemployed. Um, I was, I was mm. unemployed and I literally was sending daily emails to about four or five friends to encourage them. Little did I know one of my friends were keeping all of them. She was keeping all of them. And oh, I think okay. I got to about 75 and she said, girl, I can send all of these back to you. I think this should be a book. And I was like, what? Like, I'm just sending y'all emails to encourage you daily. And in the process, mm. trying to encourage myself because I was unemployed for three years. And I mm -hmm. had college degrees and I'm like, OK, God, what do I do now? And just really trying to find mm -hmm. my way. And literally 
the words that I spoke, they became the book. And so that book was birthed in like maybe nine months, if that. Um, and then when the smoke clears, I actually started working on when the smoke clears first, but it released second. Um, mm -hmm. And so it deals with overcoming suicidal thoughts and depression. It deals, Ooh. yeah, it deals with. Look at me. <laughs> you like, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I'm like, oh. yeah, it, it deals with um, unemployment. Me and my husband are a blended family. So it deals with um, the issues that we went through as a blended family. My oldest son, praise mm -hmm. God, he lives in California now. He has graduated college. He's doing so well. I don't call him my bonus son or stepson. He's my son. Um, but we actually mm -hmm. lost his biological mother to death when he was 12. He was already living with us. But I mean, we just went through the fire. But it has shaped mm -hmm. us. It has molded us into the family and into um, just people of God who are just firm on firm foundation in faith that God will bring you through. So that's why if you know anything about a phoenix, it's called a phoenix rises because a phoenix is a bird that is only birthed through fire. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to bring you back at the end of the year to close <laughs> my show it. out because you really gave me chills over here. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because honestly, uh, Tanita, I honestly believe that the strongest, most significant and valuable businesses that we need are birthed through the yes. fire. Those CEOs, those leaders, those individuals that come through the fire to bring their product, service, or, or, or um, ideas to the marketplace, to me, they are so needed, not just because of the business yes. value, but because of the energy value, because of the value of their testimony. So I definitely uh, want to encourage my audience if you know that you are going through the fire or you've been through yes. the fire and you're building a business, connect and, and read, go by When the Smoke Clears, A Phoenix Rises by Tanita C. Johnson. Yes. Because when we start uh, connecting with in individuals that understand the fire. Yes. So I'm 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 definitely going to buy that book today. Um, not and I'm and I let me be honest with my audience because you guys know I got to keep it real. I'm gonna tell you why I was talking with you earlier about my daughter, um, and talk about blended families. Her and our, her father we're not together anymore, but we had uh, a blended family, and she lost her son. I mean, excuse me, she lost her oldest wow. brother to gun mm. violence, and my baby has had a hard yeah. time dealing with his murder and it has it has not paralyzed her thank god but it has attempted to control yes. her mind so that fear because the assailant went up to the door of her aunt's house wow. and he opened the door thank god the babies didn't open the door. He opened the door and they shot him right wow. there in front of, of her. Her mm -hmm. Yes. So my daughter has been paralyzed in her mindset with fear. And I tell that story only because the baby keeps on going. You know what I'm saying? I have never seen no child as strong and determined to fight yeah. through whatever that is, whatever it is that she has yeah. to go through. I've lost people, but it's different for her because that's her brother. I'm an only child, so Absolutely. I don't know. No. Um, and I'm going <laughs> to get this book for her. I'm going to get only your child. only child. Bless <laughs> our mothers. Um, but I'm going to get this book for her because I definitely know in this day and time to be a young girl and a, 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 a young girl who loves yes. Christ. On top of that, uh, it, this is going to be a very powerful blessing to her. So trust me, I'm going to go ahead and get that book for her. And I and I want to ask you one more question. I won't hold you. I told you 30 minutes. I'm going to stay true hey, to I'm my word. Hey, I'm having a good time. Let's um, keep it going. I'm good. <laughs> but you guys, you guys got to go to her website, soitiswritten.net. And let me tell you something. Anybody that is talented and versed in words, because the Bible tells us that life and death is in the power of the words. So God just told me in my spirit that because you're talented to catch grammars and mistakes, you're gifted in that because God wants people to be accurate in what yes. they speak and what yes. they write, because it is it is the, the spirit, the power of the word. If you're 
effect is not correct, then your vision and the manifestation of it won't be correct. So that's why you have that talent that you do is because God wants us to be specific in our words. And that's for me because honey, I'll be Be careful what you speak. Be careful what you speak. And also make sure that you are punctuating, you know, your grammar right. Because sometimes we put periods where there should be a comma. And sometimes we put a comma where we should be a period. God just gave me that. That's why what you do is so valuable is because you're dictating the manifestation of people's words. And and, and even the, I'm so glad we having this conversation, even the punctuation speaks, even Mm -hmm. punctuation speak so a comma mm. is a pause but a but a period yeah. is like a dead end street like i'm done so I mean, you literally yes. you literally got everything that god created it speaks and if we use it correctly it speaks a semicolon is not the same as a comma <laughs> so mm. you know mm-hmm. if people that yeah, i get technical with it because i love punctuation and grammar and, spelling and all of that mm-hmm. but we have to be strategic in how we use our writing because the way we phrase our writing is the way that people will hear it. It's the way that people will read it. And it's the message that they will take away. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's a good yeah. revelation. That's a revelation for me. <laughs> so I'm going to get my act Did together, Lord. Together? Thank you for keeping yeah, thank you for convicting me in 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 in, in love, Amen. y'all. I thank you. You know, I'm gonna take it. He said he got to bring it through somebody that has a real genuine yes. love spirit. Um, and I received that, and I receive your your word on today. I think it's very pow- powerful, especially when I get convicted. I know that it's true from the from God, and I can take that and yeah. grow from it. You know, I don't mind. Uh, there's no uh, there's no offense in my spirit, so I definitely know that you came on here to snatch my edges, and I hope and, they and grow let back. Me share, and let me share uh, this one example. When I say period versus comma, a lot of times we want people in our lives to be a comma in the story. And they're not. They're mm-hmm. a period. And when it's time to move on to the next sentence or to the next page or to the next chapter, leave them behind the period. Leave them behind the period. Mm-hmm. They were a part of that sentence. They're not a part of the next sentence. And they're a part yeah. of the story, but the they won't sentence. be a part of the mm-hmm. ending. Or the next chapter. And let me- Absolutely. Absolutely. That was powerful. Now I'm going to hold you two more minutes. I'm going to hold you two more minutes. Look, on your website, it says why you need an editor. And and, and you give us eight reasons on why all authors need an editor. But is this just for authors or is this for business owners or whatever? Because talk to me about how you uh, take these... these reasons for authors and give it to people that have websites, people that are doing email marketing. Absolutely. So So I tell people all the time, again, like I said earlier, you get one time to make a first impression. So if I'm on your email list, um, if I'm on social media, if I am reading your website for the first time and I'm considering doing business with you, for me personally, the errors stand out to me because of the profession that I'm in. So what that tells me as a business owner is you don't value your business and your site and your social media enough to to pay a professional to run through the content before you Mm. post it. Um, And so in a time and season when I was writing website content, I no longer do. But when I was writing website content, that was one of the pet peeves. It was like, you guys sent me all of this information, but it's typos galore. So having to not only clean it up and massage the content, but then go through grammar, spelling, punctuation, all of that. Some people don't know how to properly use a comma. I I go to some websites, Mm -hmm. some sentences are missing periods. All of that speaks to me and tells me, okay, this person may not operate in excellence because you want me to do business with you. You want me to pay you X amount of dollars to do business. But how do I know that that's going to be done in excellence if your website is not done in excellence? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so would you say um well that let me end that there and then go here um how valuable is uh content 
to businesses in these days? And what would you advise a business owner um, to do to work with a person like you? I mean, is is that a line item that should be in the in the budget? Absolutely. So it's definitely content is still king um, unless you're standing in a room before people mm -hmm. speaking. Most people are going to go to your website, your social media, and they're going to read about you. So you need to write something that's going to get them to move, to book a call, um, fill out the contact form, email you, whatever the next step is to take advantage of your services or products. Um, but it needs to speak to the heart of why you do what you do, um, get clarity on who you serve and why and what problem you solve. That should be clear um, based on your website, your mm -hmm. social media, all of that should be congruent. All of it should gel together. So I shouldn't go to your social media and see uh, Mary Kay, nothing but Mary Kay. And then your website is for selling gym shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. I think a lot of people try to be the jack of all trades and a master of none. It's like, mm -hmm. what what do you do? Mm -hmm. What what do you do like nobody else does day in and day out? What problem do you solve in the marketplace? And so for me, that's words, transforming the world through words. That's my that's my tagline for the company. So. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's so true. You are if you are a jack of all trades, you're a master of none. And I learned that at the end. I mean, it may work yes. for a little while, you know, um, but it's definitely an issue when you try to hone on into your niche. One last question before I sure. let you off of here. Um, can a CEO uh, or business owner that has a brick and mortar write a book and do you uh, suggest that absolutely so i'm working with a um investment uh investment firm ceo right now and he's writing a book actually about writing the financial waves of covid 19 not just covid 19 but writing but writing the writing the waves of any type of a tumultuous journey in the economy or the marketplace because in 2007 2008 it was the real estate industry now mm -hmm. 2020 2021 mm -hmm. it's covid-19 okay 10 years from now it'll be something different but how do you ride the wave and stay above water in the midst of that so i'm actually helping him with the book on that now so i i definitely think every ceo business owner whatever they're an expert in, I tell them you need a book in it. If, if it's selling gym shoes, if it's mm -hmm. selling penny candy, if it's whatever you're selling, if it's a service or a product, you need a book. On it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is so true. And, um, the, and I've, I learned that I used to be a, uh, um, director of operations for a nonprofit organization and the executive director within the nonprofit, he was the brand. Like he was the one that was responsible for bringing the donations in responsible for networking because sure. of his story. People would connect with him. They want to support. So I always talk to companies about the importance of understanding that you are even your own individual brand outside of your company. And that's valuable because the and that creates multiple streams of income opportunities yes. for your business. So that's why I asked you that is because even in this pandemic, with brick and mortars being hit so hard, understanding the value or understanding how to bring value to your consumers, even when they're not buying a, an exact product or service that your company offers, but buying more into your testimonial Absolutely. story. So thank you for coming on and just confirming. You guys, if your <laughs> edges have been snatched, don't email me, don't DM me. I need y'all to go straight to Miss Tanita's <laughs> website and DM right. her <laughs> about your edges. Uh, but no, honestly, most importantly, I think every business out here definitely needs to be connected with someone like you. You guys, please reach out to soitiswritten.net, Miss Tanita Johnson. Miss Tanita, tell them the best way to connect with you. Absolutely. On so on Facebook is Tanita Bestseller Johnson. On uh, Instagram is Tanita Bestseller um linkedin does anybody use well maisha we're on linkedin so yeah <laughs> my linkedin right. is my certification right. I love so on LinkedIn. linkedin is tanita johnson as well and what did i miss did i miss twitter at
Yeah, Twitter at Tanita J Editor is my Twitter. And then if they need to email me, they can email me at info at so it is Absolutely. And if you guys reach out to her, please let her know that you heard her in the Empower Boss Network radio show uh, and, and give us our props for bringing on this very, very valuable boss, this born, outstanding, spirit-filled, insignificant lady. Blessings to you, Miss Lady, in 2021. I, I pray God brings you everything that you need. Multiply your business times a thousand. And uh, I will be yes. calling you myself for my own Thank person. you so much, Maisha. <laughs> and absolutely, Tanita. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Day, okay? Today's book suggestion is brought to you by Tanita Johnson. When the smoke clears, a phoenix rises. Greek mythology refers to the phoenix as a bird that is perpetually regenerated or reborn, but only after going through a fire. Like the rising of the sun symbolizes a new day, a phoenix rising from the ashes represents new life. When the smoke clears, a phoenix rises, addresses the fires of life and techniques to douse the flames resurrecting you from the ashes into victorious living. Although you may be thrust into the fire, when the smoke clears, you will emerge unscathed. In this book, you will be empowered to turn adversity into opportunity, incorporate joy and gratitude into your daily walk with Christ, speak words that propel you to your destiny, and live a life of faith and prosperity. Go to Amazon today and purchase your book, when the smoke clears, a phoenix rises. Rachel! Rachel, please. <laughs> Open the door, I need to see your face. Rachel. <laughs> Jaded baby, wipe your eyes. Don't let him see that he got the best of you. Girl, I take the rest of you. Look, I got a question for you. Is it worth it? Real love, do you think you deserve it? Cut him off, go and find your purpose and get you a nigga that's solid. Personally, I'll do more than support your dreams, baby. Get you a me. It's time to boss up. Fix your credit, girl, get at it, get your bag up Hit that gym and get back fine Go get that degree, go girl, focus on me Unlock potential that you didn't know you had in you Fuck that nigga, hey. Oh yeah, it's time to mix it up and get your glow, girl I know that you gon' get it, you got so much Don't let nobody tell you that it's over I want you to know that, girl, you
show glow, girl. I know that you gon' get it. You got so much. Don't let nobody tell you that it's over. I want you to know that, girl, you got it. What a powerful, powerful show today. I hope you got some value out of our guest, Tanita Johnson, CEO of It Is Written. Um, So amazing, you guys. I I totally um, have been convicted (laughs) by the grammar police today. And I know you have, but I'm telling you, there's nothing more important than people who are passionate about seeing your business in the marketplace. And Miss Tanita is that. Miss Tanita, thank you so much for blessing us today. Um, as you guys know, we played some music. All of the music here today was by suggestion of Tanita. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, this last song, you guys, you know, I had to throw some urban stuff in there just because that's what I do. I am so amazed by this profound artist that is now in the marketplace. Vito, he is bringing love back into the atmosphere. One of the things that we talked about to, uh, with Tanita is love. It's coming from a loving place, is understanding how to approach things with love. And today, if you have had someone in your life that has came to you out of a place of love in your most vulnerable time, I want you to send them an email and a text and say thank you with so much hate, distaste, and offense in the pandemic world. It is so important to know that you are loved. Today, thank you, Vito, for bringing love back into our atmosphere. And I am playing your song, Love. You guys have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to the Empower Boss Network podcast. I will check you out the same time, same place next Tuesday. Peace out.